Hey friends, welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I am so glad that you're here today. This show is a safe space with real conversations to help you live free and pursue your God-given dreams. Oftentimes, God brings things up because they are on the way out. I want you to lean in to this topic that God is bringing up today on juggling all the things in our lives. Be sure to stick around till the end of the show for a short segment where I share counselor-proof strategies to take this Real Talk episode and make it relevant in your everyday life through simple action steps. Today's guest is special because she happens to be my friend, my cousin, and my soon-to-be neighbor. Bridget Morris is the executive pastor of Adult Ministries at Gateway Church. She and her husband James have been married for 12 years and they have three beautiful kids. She loves the outdoors and can often be found with her hands in the dirt, tending her garden or working on a project. Bridget has been part of Gateway Church since 2008, serving in various ministries and creative areas, including Gateway Worship as a vocalist and worship pastor and Gateway Performing Arts. She loves living out her passion to see women fully equipped to walk out the calling that God has placed on their lives. Bridget and I talked about her mission to inspire, encourage, and equip women. And we had fun chatting about several practical tips that you can use now. So let's go ahead and welcome Bridget to the show. Well, hello, Bridget, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay, I'm excited that I get to do this in person with you. I know, this face to fun. face. Yeah, yeah, you're my second in real life interview. In real so, life. Yeah, that's what my kids ask. <laughs> Is this gonna be like in real life or, in, yeah, in real life. Yeah, in person. Um, okay, so in the intro, I read your beautiful professional bio. And <laughs> now something I love to ask my guests, what's a fun fact about you we didn't read in your professional bio? Um. I'm going to say that I love summer. Like I live for God and summer. I love summer. Sun on my skin, vitamin D flowing through me. I love summer. <laughs> okay. That's another reason why I love you. I know another fun fact about you, though, that some people may not know oh. that you live on some land. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. It, I live on land with a big fat garden and some chickens and cows yeah. Big old dogs. Like, I live in a little country bubble. Uh, Bridget and James are egg dealers. So, <laughs> <laughs> with a supplier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're where we get our goods. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably see me post about the eggs. Yeah, you've seen my eggs on the Instagram then, huh? Yeah. Actually, it's funny. When I was driving over here, I had told my son um, that I was interviewing you today. And he's like, he said, oh, really? He said, what are you guys going to talk about? And I kind of started to share. And I said, why? Do you have any questions? And he goes, yeah. I want to know from a, a woman's perspective what it's like to live on the land. He's like, because I know I know most boys would love to live on land, but does she really like That's to live on land? That's such a funny <laughs> question. Yeah. How old is he? He's 10. He's 10, and he, yeah. he came up with that. Yeah. That's a thoughtful question. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah, my perspective is it is a lot of work. Yeah. I do love it, but it is a lot of work. Yeah. Okay, so you wear lots of hats. <laughs> I do wear lots of hats. 
<laughs> as every woman does. Yeah. Can we, we be real here? Yeah, exactly. Um, one of which is you are a pastor at Gateway. I yes. know, I don't know about you, but a question I get asked a lot is how do you do it all? So I do ask you that, Rachel. You How's, asked me that? Yes, I have asked you that. How I do you do you it that? all? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're all asking each other the yeah, same question. We've all got the same like, and I think that that is... I think there's more to that of why we're asking each other that even. Yeah. Because we're all looking at each other like, geez, how are you doing this? Mm -hmm. How are you doing everything? Mm -hmm. um, when it comes down to it, I think that's kind of a sham. Mm -hmm. Like I don't actually mm -hmm. think we're all doing it all. Mm -hmm. Like we can't. Yeah. So I think we have to kind of let go of that perception that other people are like killing it in every area of their life. And they're just doing everything. Yeah. Um, when I was first married, I had a woman, she's like a mentor of mine. And she said, Bridget, you can do everything. You just can't do everything all at once. And I was like, okay, yes, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take that. So I just have to be really mindful and like purposeful and intentional with what I am doing so that things don't just fall apart. Because like I said, every woman, every woman is a multitasker. It's just the way we are. We've got a lot to juggle. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think let go of perception of they're doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad you went here because just like you said, we're all kind of thinking the same thing about each other. So then what does that say about ourselves? Like, do do women feel like they're kind of just failing? Like, yes. you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. You have mom guilt. You've got, you've got, there's so many areas that you could have guilt in or like, you know, and, but there is no condemnation in Christ. And so if we are functioning and stewarding what the Lord has given us, then we should just be confident. We should just be okay with what we're doing, which is easy to say. <laughs> it's easy for me to sit here and say that. But when I'm at home and I'm looking at the floor and I notice that there's like ketchup, you know, solidified now and become part of my floor. <laughs> and I know I've got, you know, a deadline for school and I've got a deadline for work and I've just, you know, I can't do everything. So I look at the ketchup and I'm like, I'll get you later. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. That was freedom for somebody right now. <laughs> like, all right. I see you ketchup yeah. and I raise you another day. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Okay. You said a comment too, that your mentor made to you that you can do it all. You just can't do it all at once. So right. what do you feel at this season of your life that you're called to do? Well, I'm called, I'm a wife. So I'm called to be a wife. I'm a mother. I'm called to be a mother because no matter what I, whatever the accolades I achieve, those are, those are the two most important things in my life and where my real ministry is happening. You know, that's my first ministry right there. Um, so I have wife, mother, you know, I've got my family around me. There's responsibilities even with that being a daughter and a sister and a friend. Um, and then I, I'm pastoring. So and I'm, I'm getting my master's as well. So there's, there's like certain things that I feel like the Lord has graced me for, for this season that will not last forever. Like my, I'm not going to be hopefully not trying to get my master's forever. Um, so I, I have that on my plate right now, but that means I can't add other things to my plate that maybe I would prefer to do or is a hobby, or there's just a lot of things that I can't do because I'm doing 
these four main things. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, you're, I mean, uh, you know, my listeners know, and I think you know too, I mean, I'm coming out of that season. I know. And being in, I, you know, it took me three years to get a two-year degree program because- Because uh, you've got a whole other life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've got a lot of other responsibilities besides just what's in your books. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I totally get that whole, you have to like stay. I almost feel like I, if I were to get a tattoo, I'd want it to say something like stay on mission. <laughs> You know, I'm like, yes. I just need that phrase over and over and over again, because it can be discouraging sometimes to, and in just even tempting, like I have shiny object syndrome, you know, yeah. I'm like, Ooh, something shiny. Look at that. Oh, that sounds so fun. And everybody's doing it. And, and I had to say no to so many things when I was in grad school and it hurt. I'm like, Oh, like even some of them were just fun social things. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. Like, oh man, come on, Lord. You know, that, that really stinks. But I just love, like, even if the listeners can't relate to being in grad school, I know everybody can relate to those seasons of life. Yes. You know, even just like when my kids were infants, you know, like had to say no to so many things. And yes. <laughs> yes. There are seasons where your plate is really full with the have to do's yeah. or the, I mean, they're get to do's. Yes. I like what you said, yeah. you know, it's a get to do, Yeah, but, but it is a responsibility. Yeah. So I can't jet off to go do something else. I can't just, you know, have a girl's night every week. Yeah. Like that's not practical. Yeah. I would be losing in some areas that are very important. You know that, what's that term? Like you, you know, you juggle all these different balls and you've got to figure out which ones are the crystal balls and which ones are the rubber balls. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you're going to let something fall, you want the rubber ball to, to fall because it'll just bounce back. Oh yeah. But if you let the crystal ball fall, like it's shattered and that that's something that's priceless and now it's shattered. Yeah. And so I think as women and as, as women in the world that we live in now, we have a lot of responsibility. We have a lot of authority and we have a lot of, um, you know, opportunities to do things, but we've got to balance and be able to, <laughs> I always say it's not the struggle is real. It's the juggle is real. Ooh, like, I like that. <laughs> the juggle is real, but if I'm going to let something fall, I just have to be okay that something's probably going to fall. Mm -hmm. And if it's going to be something, it is going to be one of those rubber balls. It will not be my marriage. It yeah. will not be my relationship with my kids. It cannot be those things. So I have to be keenly aware of what I'm passing back and forth and what I'm juggling and keep that in perspective. Okay. I'm so glad that you brought this up. You've, you've mentioned it twice about the value of family and your kids or your, you know, your spouse and your kids. Because yeah. I feel the same way. Like, in fact, whenever God first called me to start the podcast and go to grad school, my thing has always been, okay, as long as I can do it and still keep my marriage and right. my family first. You right. know, like those to me are non-negotiables. Exactly. And the moment those start getting messed with, I'm, and they, there have been seasons where I did notice that my marriage was getting messed with because yes. I wasn't investing in it. Like, I could be and should be. And um, I don't like to should on myself, but like I, I get to, you know, because yes. I really do view it as a privilege and an honor to be married. And I think that's like the highest um, relationship in my life. Yes. And so when I am in those seasons and that is failing or struggling, I'm like, okay, something's off. Let's like you said, right. something's dropping and it's yes. the wrong ball that's yes. dropping. Yes. Like, I love that visual so much. So then what are, what are some examples of balls that would drop that would be examples of the bouncy balls? Okay. So, I, okay. So I had, okay, here's, here's a bouncy ball. So, um, I had a lot of things happening all in the span of five days. And it was like, I had some stuff with the kids that they were doing. Um, you know, my daughter had a dance showing thing. She's four. So, you know, it was 
but it's important to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was twirling, but it was important to her. So that's what matters. Um, my sons had this other thing that we needed to go to. Um, my husband had some stuff going on and then I had a 12 page paper due and a proposal for work. And I was preaching and I was like, how am I going to get all of these things done and done well? Like I literally don't have enough time or energy to be able to get all this done. And I felt like the Lord kind of just took me back a little bit and was like, you're right. You can't give a hundred percent to all of these things. So if something's going to give, what's going to give? And I was like, okay, so honestly, it was my paper. I had a 12 page paper due. And I was like, I'm, I'm just going to get this thing done. I don't have the capacity to give it probably my hundred percent. But if I make a, an 86, like that's not the end of the world. I'm just going to move on past that's right now in my season, that's a rubber ball. Mm-hmm. And so I just was, and, which for me is really hard because I want that a, <laughs> so to not get the a in like like purposefully not get the A was really hard, but I I had to let something drop. So if something's going to drop, it was my time preparing for that because it couldn't be me preaching because that's my, that's my job job. So I needed to, I needed to steward those people and the burden of the Lord for that. So I couldn't let that go. Um, and then my kids, I needed to be there for their little things that make a difference when you're, when your kids are growing, they remember those things that you weren't there for. They don't necessarily always remember that you were there 98% of the time. They remember the 2% you weren't. And so I'm like, okay, for this, I'm going to be there. Yeah. I love how practical that is because literally anybody today could do that. If they're feeling overwhelmed from juggling all the things, they could take a step back and say, okay, Lord, which of these could drop and it won't shatter. Yeah. And that's really a personal discussion between them and the Lord, right? Because it's individual. (laughs) And some people, it's making dinner Mm -hmm. because you know, what are the things that you, that you can outsource and what are the things you cannot, you can't outsource being a mom and a wife. You can outsource picking up dinner. Yeah. So like you can outsource even doing laundry. Like you can, if you have to, you can let that, that laundry pile up, which I realize for some people is no problem. And for others is a real problem. Yeah. But if you're tight on time, play Barbie dolls with your daughter play cars with your son and let the dishes be because they're not going to remember the dishes. They will have no concept of the dishes, but they will remember that you were not playing with them. And that's something that for me is really hard. It is hard for me to sit on the floor and genuinely enjoy playing with my kids when I know my laundry is to the roof and I've got dishes in the sink and all of that. I, I see the mess, but I, I'm actively trying <laughs> to enjoy the moments I have, whatever they are, whatever the moments are. Yeah. This is freedom for some people today. <laughs> like, it is because they just need to know that even, you know, those of us who do a lot of things from the outside looking in, there's still areas of our life that we are saying, Hey, it's not going to get done. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am literally undoing the last couple of years of things not getting done. Like I'm starting to clean out rooms mm-hmm. in our house because since I've been in grad school, like, they were on pause. There's been some junk that's piled <laughs> up. Like we've got some junk corners yeah. or two or three or 10. I don't yeah. know, but uh, yeah. And so now I'm finally entering a season where I'm like, okay, I can deal with the junk pile. You yes. know, I can, I can start to deal with this, but I had to just 
And that's one of those things that's, so now you're in a different season. Mm -hmm. So that other season that was grad school season didn't last forever. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard, I think for us when we're in the season of like, I'm just, I, and and it's not even a survive. It's really prioritize. Mm -hmm. I'm going to prioritize the things that are important and those other things will wait. And then eventually I will have time and availability to do those other things. Yeah. Yeah, that's such the enemy's tactic, too, to get us to look at the here and now and be like, you're always going to be here. Yes. This is always going to be how things are going to be. Well, and- that's how, I mean, that's how social media rolls, mm-hmm. you know? You're, you're swiping through other people's perfect birthday parties they threw for their kids, their beautiful house that they just redid their pantry, and look at this. And yeah. <laughs> real life me, I'm trying to redo my pantry, and it's a hot mess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I've started, you know, unfollow, mm-hmm. like unfollow all the people or things that make you feel less than or make you feel like you're struggling. Like don't make yourself feel like you're struggling any more than you need to. Yeah, for sure. Why do that to yourself? Yeah, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by JoyMail, the monthly newsletter I release that's full of resources that deliver a little joy and practical action steps into your inbox and life. To sign up, simply head to rachelgilbert.com, click the Start Here tab, and sign up for the newsletter right there. Oh, this is so good. Okay, well, we haven't even, I, I think I've asked you one of my questions. Okay, I'm totally <laughs> <Sorry>. okay. <laughs> no, don't apologize. This is such good. Like, this is what I want the women to hear, because I'm like, this is what sets people free. You know, these yeah. kinds of conversations, hearing the inside. Um, okay, so something that I absolutely love about Gateway Women, that the, I guess you would say is your motto or your mission is to inspire, encourage, and equip. So I do want to unpack each of those things individually, but okay. you also mentioned that it's your personal life like statement. So where did that come from for you? Like, how'd that evolve into that? You know, I, um, I was actually just thinking through some of the, I guess, giftings that the Lord has given me, but then also the areas of passion that I have. And when I'm talking to women, what typically comes up? And um, I feel like women need inspiration because it can be a little overwhelming. So at Gateway Women, for we, we have Gateway Women Online. And for Gateway Women Online, we want to inspire. So we want to inspire you to live out your life as a believing woman. We also want to encourage those who are who who have been inspired and are now walking that life but are like, "Oh, I'm trudging through." So we we want to bring encouragement for that. And then um equipping is the how-tos because you can inspire all day, you know, you can you can look at pictures and you can hear, you know, talks about stuff, but then how? Like how do I even do that? What do I, where do I even start with that? So I don't I don't want to just inspire or encourage. I also want to equip people to feel like, okay, now I can do this. I I'm inspired to do it. I'm encouraged. I can keep going. And here's how I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I love those three things, especially because I mean, one of my spiritual strengths is exhortation and encouragement, Mm, you know, so I'm like, like you said, some of the things that just kind of come natural to you, you're always drawn to. So let's talk about the inspiration one first. Do you have any one or anything in your life that's inspires you? You're like, where should I begin? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so many places. Um, something that I find inspiration. I mean, I, I find inspiration in a lot of things, but for, for one thing, I find inspiration in nature. So like for myself, 
I get very inspired when I just have moments in nature that I feel like I'm connecting with the Lord. I feel like the Lord speaks really loudly when I'm tending my garden, when I'm on a walk, when I'm just looking at the clouds. I feel like I I am inspired to live out my life even there. And then other things that inspire me are honestly like day-to-day women who are just living their life and who are open and honest with with their lives, with what's going on with their life. You know, some of them, everybody has different giftings and qualities. And I love showcasing and, and seeing those in other people. It just, it makes me, it makes me inspired to be my best self, you know, my best saved self that, that Jesus is conforming to be more like him. And I love seeing women. I love seeing people, specifically women, because I'm a woman who, who are just living their life living their saved, healed life and doing it well. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. And I even, you know, I know even just people listening to our conversation today, my prayers, they're inspired, yeah. you know, to see us doing things that maybe are a little outside the norm, but when God calls you to something and you just say, yes, sir, you're okay, I'll go, you know, <laughs> yes. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what the road's going to look like, but because you're with me, I'm going to go. And then also that freedom to just release some of the stuff that we talked about too. Yes. That's huge. Like, he gives us grace and we let go of the rest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. So then what about the encouragement part? What, how do you feel like inspiring and encouraging are different? So, so, okay. That's a great question. Inspiring to me is the motivation to get started. So it's like, I'm going to do this. Encouragement is when you're in the middle of it, because it's really easy to get inspired. But when you're in the middle of it is when it's like, that's the keep going girl, you've got this, you know, it's, it's an encouragement for in the middle of, because we've been on, we've all been in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the season. It's kind of like what you're saying. It's, it's the getting your head above the water and somebody saying, keep swimming. You can do it. Keep swimming. That's, that's the piece of encouragement that I think. Yeah. And I feel like so many women need that. Yes. Like, I mean, I, I hate, I almost load the statement now more than ever. Cause we all say it like all the time <laughs> now more than ever you're needed. And like, you know, but it is true Yeah. <laughs> now more than ever, we need to be encouraged because there's just so much happening. So many, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get decision fatigue too. Yes. I mean, we have to make so yes. many decisions yes. all day, all day long from simple things like what you're going to eat and wear for the day up to huge life-changing monumental yes. things. And I just know people People are weary like yes you know and talking to them they're just weary and they're road weary really is like i i've ran one marathon i'm maybe we'll yeah, do another girl. one i don't know if i'll do another <laughs> but i'm gonna here to tell you that visually speaking the middle of the marathon is the toughest because yeah. there's nobody there cheering you on yeah at the beginning there's lots of people yes there's lots of hype in the beginning this. yay then at the end there's even there people yes. cheering you, you on made it this long you're Keep about going. to make yeah. it you're about to cross but the middle there's not many people there yeah so how can we as women really look for those people that are maybe in the middle and like encourage them? You have any thoughts on that? Um, well, I think it's being aware. Yeah. Being, being self-aware, but really 
being aware of who's around you and listening to the Holy Spirit. I feel like women have a gifting of discernment. Mm -hmm. And so I know I've been in the grocery store, literally in the grocery store line. And there was a woman who had, who was like carrying her sleeping baby, had a toddler and was trying to unload her groceries. And it was like, I could just tell, and you know, I've been in that season. So I have compassion. I think if we lead with compassion, other things fall into place. If we can, if we can step with compassion, when we see someone, you know, their, their middle comes alive to us. And, and I feel like the Lord gives us, um, encouraging words to just, you know, or encouraging actions. Like I said, Hey, do you mind if I help you unload? And she was like, thank you. And so I, I helped her unload her groceries onto the little conveyor belt. Um, I think us being aware and listening to the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us so that we can do tangible actions and say tangible words to encourage people. Yeah. And you know what? Something else that came to mind as you're talking is it's hard to encourage somebody that you're comparing yourself to. Oh, that's good. You know, I mean, but really, I mean, even you brought up social media earlier and stuff and like we we are all, I, I've never met anybody, um, correct me, maybe you're the first person I can meet that doesn't struggle with the comparison <laughs> no, thing. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, it's just human nature. So yes. I'm not saying we all stay there and, you know, I, I try really hard not to let my mind live there, you know, but my mind will want to go there oh, sometimes. Yeah. You, know? you see a picture or you hear a story yeah. or you, you know, you're meeting somebody and you're like, wow, like for me, I have a friend who she just is like the Energizer bunny. Yeah. Like she, she's one of those people that I'm like, how do you do everything? Yeah. And, you know, I could easily think, oh, geez, you know, she's running the world. Yeah. And what am I doing over here? Yeah. I, easily I could do that. And which I have actually at moments. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, Lord. And then I actually pray for her. I'm like, undergird her. Yeah. Because she is making a kingdom impact. So like help her help her like multiply her efforts in, in a shorter amount of time. You know, she gets more done in a shorter amount of time so that she can go be with her kids, be with her husband, all of that. Yeah. Oh, I love how you flipped the script on what the enemy meant for evil. So you start the comparison trap and then you recognize it and say, nope, instead of comparing, I'm actually going to lift her up. I'm going to cheer her on. on. And I think Mm -hmm. that, yeah, when we see people in the middle, Mm -hmm. cheer them on, even if you're in the race too. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like you're running next to each other and say, come on, girl, we can keep going. We got this. We can keep going. Yeah. And, and I saw that in the marathon, like when I'm moving at a snail's pace next to somebody (laughs) like, you can do it. You too. But it's true. You know, you don't see that. that life you do like there are so many takeaways I've taken from running I'm I'm the slowest runner ever but I that's where I feel like God speaks to me is out yes. there probably because I'm moving so slow he's like oh look that's the slowest you've been all year long we can talk now so I'm I'm really okay with it though that's that's um, me pulling weeds in my garden that's like the, yeah. the only time I'm sitting there being quiet which you know says something yeah I need to sit and be quiet more often yeah um, okay so let's talk about the equip part Okay. How is that different than the things that we just talked about? Inspiring and encouraging. So that's the practical how-tos because you can tell somebody like, you can do it. You you should do it. You can keep doing it. Okay. Here's how to do it. So, um, you know, practical things of even, you know, the juggling of the balls, you know? So what do you have on your plate? What can you take off your plate? What has the Lord put on your plate? And then what have you added to it? Because he gives you the main and then you sometimes, you know, overload your plate with all the different sides and the goodies and all of that. And then you look at your plate and you're like, I don't know how, where this is going to go. Like, how am I going to eat all this? Well, we can't. So practically speaking, how you take things off, how you live. I mean, little things of, um, 
even practical application of your strengths and your passions. How So we, I, we even like doing fun things. If you are really into floral arrangements, I'm like, well, I love those. I don't know how to do them, but I love the way they look and it feels like a creative outlet. So let's teach you how to do that. Here's a budget way to make a beautiful floral, floral arrangement. I mean, that's something that's kind of silly, but, but is a, a piece of hospitality, having people in your home. How do you host someone? We just did an episode of, of how do you activate the gift of hospitality? And I interviewed two women, uh, mother, daughter, who are, they have the gift of hospitality like I have never seen in my life. And I have gleaned so many applicable pieces from them. And so that's something that I was like, man, I, I want to share this because there's many women who have never been taught this. So let's teach because everybody comes from different backgrounds and families. And so I feel like there's a lot of tangible things that we can actually talk about in ministry, in church context, that, you know, you find out how to do that. Yeah. I actually listened to that episode because that's not one of my gifts, hospitality. Um, and I'm like, you know, I'm I've like, never noticed that, but okay, uh, come on. Yeah. No, I, that's definitely not a gift of mine. However, something that they taught that really let me off the hook was people care really more about how you make them feel yes. than how beautiful your home looks yes. or, and we all know this in our heads, right? But it's like, really believing it, but something shifted. Cause I'm like, you know, that's true. I have walked into beautiful, absolutely like gorgeous yeah, settings, stunning. but I honestly, the things that leave the bigger impression on me are the times where I walked in and they were just so happy. You can tell when somebody's just so happy that you're there. Genuinely yeah. happy uh -huh. that you are there. And yeah. like you add value. You don't feel out of place. Yeah. You're not a burden to be there. Right. They're not waiting, counting down the moment till, you know, you're leaving. Like, <laughs> and I've been in those situations yeah. and you can feel that too. And you're like, okay, I think I'm going to exit now because this is a little awkward. Uh, and so that really let me off the hook. And I think that's so it's just practical. Like I love, I'm, I'm all about the practical steps, which is why I am yeah. too. <laughs> I, I love to cheer people on, but I also really love yeah. to help people like, Hey, here's the practical way you do that. Mm -hmm. I'm the girl at conferences. Like actually last week I spoke at a, a podcasting conference and, um, I told them, I was like, guys, like I gave them like a minute of cheerleader, like <laughs> you yeah, can do this. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going practical the rest of the time because for me, when I'm sitting in the audience, I'm the girl who I'm like, okay, cheer me on for a minute, but don't leave me hanging without practical steps. Right. I'm like, I need something. I'm, I'm already with you and I want to go. Yeah. Now I need to, yeah. exactly. Because some women are in a season where they need to be inspired because uh -huh. they literally can't even see past their own situation. Yes. Yeah. And those are the women that need to be inspired. There's other women that are in the middle and they're the ones that need to be encouraged. There's other women that are like, girl, I'm inspired. I can keep going. I just need to know how to do this portion next. Yeah. And so I want to, I mean, personally, I want to minister in those ways. And then for Gateway Women Online, that's something that we want to do as well. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. I, my my marketing mind is like going nuts. Like, ooh, you guys could do all these different categories of all these things. And, <laughs> hey, I'm like, come, yeah. come tell me what we should do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, it's just, I just love that though, because it just goes back to we're all in different seasons and embracing that. And then really, I, I hope that the listeners too, as we've been talking, can maybe identify where they're at currently. Yes. You know? Yes. Being aware yeah. of your season, mm -hmm. your strengths, your weaknesses, your season yeah. is I feel like the key to being effective in your life. Yeah. And then that helps you know what kind of resources you need. Yes. You know, because if I just need to be encouraged, I can just 
put on a motivational, yes. you know, sermon or something that's going to yes. build me up. But, or if I need practical steps, like, Oh, I, I need to look for a teaching that's actually going to teach me step by step how, how to, to do, do this. Yes. Yeah. So that's a good, I actually love ending there because hopefully um, that's something that listeners can take away of like really sit and think about where are you currently? Maybe even, and one other thing, and you, you can tell me your experience with this too, is it kind of also depends on the areas of your life. Cause I don't know about yes. you, some areas of my life, like for example, grad school, I just wrapped up, but I'm just beginning new areas. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. So I'm exactly. like, I'm in the middle in some areas. I'm at the end in some areas. I'm at the beginning in others. And so it's not like just one big blanket for my whole life. Yeah. That would be know? too easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're multifaceted people and we've got multifaceted lives. So we have to be able to evaluate the different areas and then, you know, help each one of those areas out yeah. to our best ability. Yeah. Okay. So we've given them lots of practical tips. I love, you can tell that you're a pastor and a preacher because you've given me so many things that I can see <laughs> the balls dropping. <laughs> I won't forget that one. The plate, I put too much on my plate, Thanksgiving plate. I'm yeah, not going to yeah, forget that one. <laughs> I, all these things, all these visual aids just help me. And so hopefully as you guys have listened, you've heard first of all, the balls and you're thinking, okay, which ones are non-negotiables? And right. so those then are going to be the ones that you look at and go, okay, where am I at right. then in that area? And what area do I kind of need some either to be inspired, encouraged or equipped in? So, yeah. Um, do you have any final words of encouragement for them before we go? Give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. We all want to be our best. I really believe every woman, no woman is like, you know, I just want to be just at par. We all want to be our best. And the Lord knows our heart. And so even in those days that you feel like I am failing at everything, give yourself a break because the Lord is giving you more grace than you are accepting. Mm. I think that the Lord has abundant grace for us in all all of those different areas. And we just need to allow ourselves to receive his grace and, and just let ourselves have a break. <laughs> mm, okay. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, like, I always tell people, I'm like, these podcasts are for me first and then I get to release them and everybody else gets to enjoy them too. Um, okay. So where can the listeners connect with you online? Um, so you can follow me on Instagram, at Bridget Morris. You can also follow our um, women's ministry, Gateway Women Official on Instagram. Okay. Those are our two handles for those. Okay. And then what do you guys have coming up? So we, la we launch our first podcast on September 2nd, which Woo! thank you, Rachel, because she's been <laughs> like, hey, the how-to girl, that is, we've come to her for her to give us the how-to. So thank you for encouraging us and giving us the how-to. Um, that's been super awesome. We also have our women's conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pink Impact is March 24th and 25th. 2022. So next year. So we've got fun stuff lined up for that. I'm, I'm pumped for that. Yay. I love Pink Impact. If you guys go, <laughs> you girls go, let me know because yes. uh, I'll be there. I 
think I've been like the last decade or I don't even know, but um, I, I don't think I've missed one in a very long time. So I highly recommend that conference. And then I'm super excited about your podcast. So Thank definitely you. all the things that Bridget just mentioned will be in today's show notes. So uh, you can grab those there. Well, Bridget, thank you again for taking time to come on today. I'm super excited to release this to the listeners and just glad to introduce them to you and to the Women's Ministry Gateway. Thank you so much for having me. Loved it. Yay. Well, it is time for Let's Get Real Practical. This is the part of the show that we take the topic discussed with today's guest and we get into some practical steps that you can implement into your life right now. I love when God brings up a topic that I had not planned to discuss on the show because it is always timely. I know when Bridget and I had this conversation, this topic really ministered to me, and there's something that tells me that it was timely for you as well. Now, the phrase that stuck out to me in this conversation with Bridget was, the juggle is real. I'm a visual learner, and the images of juggling the balls that Bridget shared is forever burned in my brain. I have referred to this many times. So I want us to take a moment today to see what God may be saying in this area. So I have three questions for you to consider. Now, if you're driving and you're not able to journal or think about it, it's okay. Just mull over these questions. And if you get a chance, you can write it down later or maybe make a note in your phone or come back to this episode if you need to. Here's the first question I want us to look at. What balls are you currently juggling? Now, don't be afraid to list them all. Don't let that overwhelm you, but write them all out. Are you a mom that has to get your kids to and from school? Do you work a job that you've got to get to once you drop them off at school? Are you a wife? Are you writing a book? Are you, I don't know. I mean, do you volunteer at the PTA? Like, what are all the balls? Write them out. It's helpful to see them. And again, if you're not in a place where you can write, that's okay. Just kind of mentally start thinking about them. And then once you've done that, I want you to think about and really ask the Holy Spirit to to speak to you in this one. What ball or balls is God saying are okay if they drop? So which ones of those, just like Bridget told us, which ones, if they were to drop, won't shatter? And again, if you're able to write, I would find helpful to cross that out, like kind of, you know, just take your pen or pencil and run a line through the ones that, hey, if these drop, the the world isn't going to come crashing down. It'll be okay. And then the last thing, and I actually really want to lean into this last question because I do not, I repeat, I do not want any of you walking away from this segment feeling heaviness or shame over letting the wrong balls drop in the past or even maybe currently. So which balls in your life, we all have them, (laughs) have dropped that shattered? I want you to sit on that one for a second. Maybe your marriage, maybe a friendship, maybe your relationship with a child. I don't know. But I just really felt the Holy Spirit say, we need to lean into this one. And I have good news, my friend. God is in the business of cleaning up our mess. He's not afraid of the things that have dropped and have shattered. He is 
a redeemer of all things. He can make all things new. So I want you to lean into him and bring it to him. First of all, bring the shame to him. Bring the condemnation to him. That is not the message that he wants you to receive today. He wants you to receive his grace and his love and his mercy and his forgiveness. And as we bring these shattered pieces to him and go, hey, Lord, I am so sorry. I placed priority on the wrong things, the wrong balls in my life. I let the wrong ones drop and they shattered. This is not a time to feel shame or condemnation. It's a time of revelation to go, oh, wow, that's what happened. And guess what? Today's a new day. We can decide today to choose which balls are, we're okay, that are bouncy, that can bounce back, like Bridget said, and which ones that if they fall, continually are going to be shattering. Especially when it comes to relationships. You know, I think we all drop the ball, if you will, lots of times, right? But the key is, do we pick it back up and do we make men's? in our hearts with the Lord, and with the, uh, if there's other people involved, make, and make men's with them as well. All right. And I just want to just take a minute to say, I am so for you, and I want to just pray a blessing over you. I really want you all to, to experience that freedom that comes in Jesus Christ and just leaning in to his redeeming power. So let me pray over you and um, I would love for you just to, op- if you're able to, open your hands to receive. If not, I, I just believe that the Lord just wants to release something over you today. So Abba Father, we just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you that you give us wisdom, you give us insight, you give us discernment. I speak life over everybody sitting under the sound of my voice. I ask that you open our eyes to all the things we're juggling. Would you show us, if, first of all, if there's anything in here we're juggling that you didn't give us, that's not our assignment. And you just say, hey, hey, honey, you need to set that one aside. Highlight those to us. And then show us, Lord, which things that we have that are non-negotiables, that, that things that we don't want to drop, things that we want to value and make a priority. And then, Father, we just bring to you the times that we have missed it. We've missed the mark. We've made the wrong things priority. We've let the wrong balls drop. And we've experienced the pain and the fallout from that. We just ask you to redeem it. We rest in your grace and your mercy and your love. And we thank you that you're constantly helping us, redirecting us, and putting our feet on solid ground. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our Get Real Practical segment for today. Hey, before I sign off, I want to remind you, check out Gateway Women's new podcast that's coming in September and be sure to get registered for Pink Impact 2022. You'll definitely see me there if you happen to be there. And as always, if God spoke a word to you, would you leave a review and tell us about it? It's so fun to read those and it helps other listeners find this podcast. Well, my friend, I pray that this Real Talk episode brought you one step closer to living free and pursuing those God-given dreams. I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.